Yeah, it does, quite slow. Does it feel like you're having like a aneurysm or? I, I declare, though it is not uh, 80, I declare it's the new season. Also, we, Meg, your jacket. Take that goddamn jacket off. Oh, is that what that is? Yes, that was her jacket. Oh. Take it off. <laughs> We're making a woman take her clothes off, but it's only for audio purposes. You're like a bad sniper crawling through dry reeds of grass. <laughs> I mean, I could have muted it, but it would have been so much work later on to go back in and cut it in and out. It sounded so. like George's uh, swishy suit. <laughs> the, the corduroy. Yeah. Okay, so back to what I was saying. I declare it a new season. It's season four. Though we're not at 80, I didn't want to wait. So I, Wait, was it a se- is it 75? It's 70. Oh, shit. See, 70, I, th- it, I think it's 74. I don't have a phone. I actually, I actually was writing down a Well, note. whatever it is, it's a new song, so it's a new season in my mind. That's what I'm declaring. 75 is an okay... That's an okay... Start. You don't want to do it willy nilly, but at this point, we've already declared it, so we can just criticize the choice instead of change the choice. Yeah, yeah. No one gives a shit. Also, this took us forever <laughs> to set up because we're doing, we're trying to do video. I don't know if right. is this, Meg, is this still recording? Or is this working? Yes. Okay, so we're trying to do a video. We'll see if it actually comes out. But also, it took us like have... a lot longer to set this up. It did. 74. Episode 74. God damn it. All oh, right, well, whatever. 74 no, seven... starts a new season. Right, 70. Yeah, sure. Doesn't really make sense, but whatever. Let's get into it. We don't have long before these phones die. We're recording with our phones. We're doing so much to uh, to bring our five friends entertainment. Do you think this is going to... Also, Do you, are you doing a lot of down-the-barrel stuff? No, that's I just you. I'm... Will's got a camera right next to his face. <laughs> no, it's... I have a, a healthy distance. Well, I'm... I'm I have a... I'm, I'm sitting... Well, I also have a... I have the camera up close for everyone that's listening and not seeing this. I have the camera up close, and it's just on me. If it, I'm on the guest couch with two spots, so if it were two people, it would be scooted out. All right, we're supposed to ignore the cameras. Let's get back into our regular mode where we just talk shit about people in our lives. All right. Um, well, speaking of which, we have Dr. Phil on the screen right now. And the other day, you and I caught a few minutes of what my note here just says, Dr. Phil goes hard. It was the most extreme Dr. Phil episode I've ever caught. Like he had a murderer on, he and had the a, victim's family. He had a victim's a victim's family confronting a murder. That alone is more hardcore than Dr. Phil ever goes. And as the chirons at the bottom of the screen were like, "Doused her in gasoline and murdered her." This it was, was the a, most insane, the offensive killer, shit. The killer was a teenage girl who she and a bunch of other teenagers lured this younger girl. All right, let's not get to too dark. Kidnapped. Okay, someone was killed. Let's and not, litter, and don't... litter on fire Jeez, and well, killed her. But here's on. the thing. He had, the parents of that victim were, confront, were in very serious ways confronting this woman on Dr. Phil, which is way outside of Dr. Phil's lane, I think. Yeah, it was dark and shocking, but Dr. Phil's got to get those ratings. Speaking of evil people on murder, uh, Daryl Brooks was sentenced. He's going right. to jail for life, and I watched all that shit, and he had his mom come on, he had his grandma come on, and guess what they said? They just read a script about mental illness and then read a Bible verse. Wow. Great defense. It, well, it's like, no, you got to choose one side or the other. What, or do you believe in science or do you believe in demons influenced your son? Because you can't say both. Like, he has mental illness, but also he was around Satan. Did they try to argue that, though? They didn't know. They, they literally just like read a script of mental illness does this to families. They didn't say my son has it. They just like read these weird scripts and they're like, bye. And I'm like, He's not mentally ill. He made rap music videos. He's he's a piece of shit narcissist. Maybe that's mentally ill, but he's not incompetent. But he didn't try to say that's why he did what he did, right? No, he just, he, he didn't, he just didn't say any words, basically, the whole trial. It was insane. I mean, one of those defenses holds up, I believe. If you are actually 
if you are mentally ill or unfit for trial or or unaware of what you've done. And then you say Philippians 6.12, and then they go, he's let him free. He said that Bible verse. Let he, him free. Actually, he is a good man. Let him free. He's trying everything. Oh, he brought up also, for he, he he got to say his final thing, I guess. It gets to, I guess they make a victim's impact, and then he gets to make a statement. Yeah. His was two hours straight. <laughs> I'm not joking. Of him standing up long pauses and all about how his kids are going to grow up without a dad now. And you're like, yeah, because you killed other kids. That's why. Yeah. A lot of dads are going to grow up without kids. That's our uh, dead kids segment. Um, <laughs> oh, so speaking of other sentencings. We talked about this last night. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes mm-hmm. also got sentenced this week. Yeah. To, I think, 130-something months, a.k.a. 11.25 years. The Theranos The Theranos, girl. the fake blood testing. The, she, the, like the defrauded drugs. It was, it's like a financial fraud scenario. It's is, like that it's, a good, is that a good... Uh, she had a very insane fake divorce, <laughs> and she would pretend that's normal to speak like that. And she promised that it's not something that she's affecting, and it's a real voice. This is just how I speak. <laughs> Yeah, we're. I mean, we're not. We're not teasing her real voice, so we can go to right. Town we on can this. talk shit on her because that's a fake voice. <laughs> we can bury this voice because it's not hers. Anything people choose is wrong. Anything that people are born with, you can't touch. I thought you were talking about the actress. Isn't there an actress? Hmm. Elizabeth Holmes. Um, is that an actress not. too? I don't know. Maybe it just sounds like an actress. Sounds like one. <laughs> sounds well, like one who's not in very good. She'll stuff. become one eventually. Um, I was thinking about this the other day about. That we all grew up in a world of, of um, talking on the phone at any given time, before cell phones, meant someone in the house could be secretly listening. Mm-hmm. And In both houses. What do you, what do you mean both houses? In, oh, oh in yeah, right. Place. You're doubling the odds of, yeah. You know how phone lines used to be. It's just like someone else picks up the line. If you don't hear them yeah, pick up, they can only listen. only if you have more than one phone. Right, but most people, this was, a, this was a real issue. And I was thinking, like, maybe that's, like, the cause of every sexual kink of our generation is because... There might have been someone listening to what you're doing, or like at all times, all things were like you might be being monitored and you didn't know. And I feel like that must have affected us in crazy ways. Star well, 67, Star 69, it's all part well, of our maybe sexual a bigger, ethos. Maybe a bigger way of that is that like kink, kink in that way is probably for people more about, oh, this is something like life before the internet in a certain way. Or, or not like mm, it, but... You're not listening to what I'm talking about. I'm talking about there's a, like a, an exhibitionism or something about... No, I know, I know. The idea that I you never knew if you were safe, even looking at porn, whatever it is, you never know if you're... Like, there's a fear, the fear of being caught, the same way that some people like to I know, get but, caught fucking. I know, but what I'm saying is everything that is now... Everything that is now... Like, off-camera, I'll switch to talk about it. Off-camera, Mock is struggling to hold a dog yeah, and a computer the, at the same Mark, time. Mock, the choices you're making <laughs> as a producer are... There's are a lot odd. of action going on here. Maybe we could swivel one of these cameras. Here, this camera's going. This will see. This is what we're dealing with here. Dog, computer, mock. Okay. So you guys agree with me. That's the truth. Um, I understand what you mean. And that's probably, for some people, probably, sure. Also, just the anonymity of all those things. I remember as a kid, one time, I was accused of someone... Someone believed... Let's get into this. There was a, there was a family that had a laser tag place. And I worked there a couple times. Adam... Uh, his family owned this laser tag but the place in Brentwood some laser tag place but basically I worked there a couple times it was fun as shit it was like just teaching kids how to shoot lasers and running around um, and then like a month or something later I got like a message from this guy that was like stop prank calling my family and I was like what? I didn't know what he's talking about and I I'd never really got to the answer but someone had been prank calling them and they believed it was me and in a world of no caller ID or stars like 
I just had to take it. They always believed I was a little rat prankster. And I was like, I didn't do this. And I, and I wasn't friends with them after that. It was like they just believed Asher was calling, saying something. And I was like, no, I wasn't. I, in fact, loved this laser tag job more than any other job. I would never prank you. Well, there was, uh, I had kind of the opposite where I was with a bunch of people spending the night, like in high school, and started calling this one dad who was, we didn't. So you would do these things? We would do these things except for like on speakerphone in front of a lot of other people calling and just like waking this dad up all throughout the night and eventually yeah that's fucked up eventually he says that he's me so when I get calls like the next day about it I can deny everything even though I know like no I didn't I, wait a I, minute maybe we grew up around the same people maybe were you guys pranking the family did you no. cause them to think I did that <laughs> don't know those it's, guys this is you and Gabe you, you guys did this to me I, no, I, I don't know that laser tag. The only laser tag I knew was downtown, like downtown Nashville. There was one, there was one, yeah, this one little place in... Cusar. Dude, we had Cusar too, I was about to say. Cusar? Bleep it. <laughs> no, Cusar, let's give them the credit they deserve. They had that Jelly Belly machine. Should we give them credit, or do we not know if it was terrible or not? Because it was like the only thing... It was the only option. It was like 25 years ago. I think it's also, like 30. the reason they thought it was me, I'm sure, was also because it was it was people I knew from a hyper uh, private Christian school, and I was a public school kid that went there for six months. So anything that was criminal, bad boy, they yeah exactly. But I was like, no, I'm not. I left my bad boy school because I'm a Christian. They still thought he's the cusser. Did you dare to say damn? No, I I was I didn't. I was a good kid. Yeah, you were. You I were just a... would dye my hair and stuff, but I didn't cuss. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I did sometimes, but I felt guilty. You projected all the, uh, you projected everything of a cusser. I do remember with Coleman and Mike and certain friends being like, let's just try to go like a month without cussing. Like, tr- like setting, not even a pledge, but just like an idea. Could we even do it? And, and it being like challenges and like, we could never get, because you just forget. You're just speaking like a human and you forget. Also, it doesn't, doesn't nothing bad's coming out. My mom used to say, don't cuss when you're, when you, if you're really mad, just say raspberries. And I was like, you're saying if you get like injured or my girlfriend says I cheated on you. You, you think- want me to say fucking raspberry? <laughs> you think I'm going to say, oh, raspberry? And she said the reason is because she worked at an ice cream shop and some little kid would come in and ask for raspberry ice cream. And she- they'd always say, we don't have that. And they go, oh, raspberries. And then walk out. And I was like, mom, you don't understand. I'm talking about pain. She's talking about the frustration of flavor, like not getting a flavor. And like a cute little kid says, oh, raspberries. I so hate when people do baby voices. Oh shucks. <laughs> oh shucks. Oh. I have HIV. Oh shucks. That's so gross. Mom, <laughs> raspberries. Oh my god, mom. Raspberries. Oh my god, my whole family. I don't. Uh, want to, I don't want to speak broadly about medical issues that I don't really have a foundational knowledge of. But I have a feeling that if you are told that the diagnosis is in some way HIV, if your reaction is shucks then you don't have what it takes you're not prepared to to, to win the this. fight ahead i thought you were going to say you, you don't have the don't. you don't have the personal fortitude to get through this i thought probably. you were going to say you probably don't have hiv like if you're saying that they probably missed up they mixed up your files like this guy it's it's like flanders or brandon level where it's like oh we just sorry we must have mixed your files up like <laughs> you're saying you say the word shucks so you don't have hiv you're that's the prob- original test well, the language test. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's very scientific. All diseases either. can be diagnosed by by people's vernacular. It's very easy. Just talk for a minute. Just let me hear you talk. Oh, I know. You, I know what you got. You diagnosed cystic fibrosis. That. That's why that doctor told me to get tested. It's like this guy's a lisp. Cystic fibrosis. Well, it sounds like he has cystic fibrosis. Sounds like. Well, yeah. You can talk for a minute. And I go. I get this guy. <laughs> Does the doctor who feels it out kind of vibe wise? 
Speaking of which, I'm I'm doing the reverse. I'm searching for doctors based on vibe because of Zocdoc. Yeah, I found a great dentist that way. I don't. It's 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 only great if it proves to work, and that's it's takes proven time. to work. It's proven in, to work. in the immediate. Yeah, but it takes time. I've def- you can always you can always fire somebody or break up with them or whatever, and just not go back. Go somewhere else. Try again. All right, you heard it from Will, guys. Choose your doctors based on uh, suits. Or, or the range of which they're close to Jeff Goldblum. Well, I will say this. Uh, well, I did strike it rich with a Jeff Goldblum doctor who I, w- I wanted to ask him, except for I was really numbed up after the work he did. Like, I wanted to ask him, like, do you have any therapist friends that are, like, just like you? Or do you, like... Well, yeah, you- who's your therapist is the yeah. smart thing to ask. If you like how someone's... Vi- That's actually how Christianity used to work, too, was, like, like or the, the sway of, like, you're supposed to live in a way There's people want different to be about like this you. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like, what's your thing? What makes you happy? Um, it's so funny that people like, ever, like, it's just like, well, it's chemicals in your brain that makes you happy. It's not, there's nothing you're doing or like this random circumstance of life. It's not like, wait, what do you think about that makes you happy? Well, if like, I'm that li- isn't, that's if not I'm, a thing. Pretty much, yeah. You can't like go get someone's lesson. I just started watching the Jonah Hill, which is supposed to be that, the Jonah Hill therapist documentary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where it's, it's just him saying, I want everyone to take these lessons home. But it's like, I don't. I think a lot of it has to do with the chemicals in your brain already. It's not just about these tools do everything. It's like it's also. I think a lot I don't of it need is therapy. Like, well, okay. I'm. I I'm am, not going. I am vetting therapists visually, and I know that's superficial to a degree. But there, the things I'm looking for are to a degree overall vibe check. You can tell someone's energy a little bit. So far, my instincts have been right. Would you guys let someone be your therapist that was 25? See, so I look for, if I see someone's, if I see someone has been practicing for three years and they just moved here from Illinois, like, I don't, I, no, thank you. But if they're also, incredibly hot, well, no, that's what I'm seven years. I'm not, it's not looks in that department. I don't want someone very old because I don't want to get, get work started. Or even if you're going to be my just uh, regular doctor, just like primary physician, like, I don't want to start now and then you retire in three years and I have to start again. Like, I want to catch someone around my age so this can be like a, if this clicks, I got a lifelong doctor or something. Yeah. Um, I don't want someone old, like I didn't want an old dentist, even though he was maybe really good and he's seen a million things. I don't want somebody that's resistant to new technology at all. I want someone that wants to try out the new stuff that works better. This sounds like a, like a psychotic message you're leaving on a doctor's machine. I should be Here's telling you. Here's what I do want. Here's what I don't want. Doctor, blank, bleep it out. Doctor, tell everybody. Tell, They're going to find Doctor. No, no, this is what I tell. Well, he goes, but it's like a, it's kind of TM'd a little bit. Oh my God. <laughs> um, trademarking his fucking doctor name. But if I told my dentist that entire rant about like, do you know anyone like that? Like, <laughs> That's what it sounded like. He would fire me it's gonna, as his The patient. phone's going to go and then it cuts off and you call back and finish. Well, it cut off when I was just starting to explain what I want in like a foot doctor. Yeah, that's the kind of podiatrist I'm after. Let's change subjects. I just thought of this the other day. Remember how growing up, like traveling, maybe for a long time traveling meant you were, what's the word? Cultured or like you're like you're wiser or... <laughs> But now I feel like traveling, not because of COVID related, I just mean because just like tourism and realizing what's the word like exoticism, all these things like it's become like it seems like maybe traveling is actually offensive. Maybe it's offensive to travel is my thought. It's 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 most often a privilege to travel. That's what I mean. Like even doing it, it becomes closer that's not, and closer that's to. That's not new, really. I think people have stopped doing as much uh, photos with black children in Africa because everyone realized like that's like this weird exoticism. Like it's not cool to be, what's it called? Tour, is it a word that combine tourism and something 
specticism. I don't remember what it's called, but people got mad at it a while ago and they stopped. People are no longer like philanthropic. Got the answer? Like philanthropic touring or tourism. I think what you're describing when you say photos with children in Africa are a lot of like missions trips. Exactly. Things where it's like you're not actually staying in these people's lives. You just were there for a month and you took all these photos and it's like you're actually using them as a prop to. It's not Okay, but that happens in every country. Like when a black person went to China, people were like, People in the street were, like, taking pictures with Oh, them. for sure, yeah, yeah. That happens in all the time. Well, no, it's not wrong for... Okay, it's not wrong for someone in their own country to be taking pictures of us to be foreigners. It's it's became wrong for us to take pictures of them, of the downtrodden, and use it as some kind of, I'm a great person, virtue signal of some type. Sure. Okay, yeah. um, the only thing worse than that is... I support is Chinese going, people taking a photo of me. <laughs> yeah, and also, we were, we, were, we were treated as novelties a little bit when we were over there. In Korea, no, they don't care about us. They're used to. They just think they you're military. To, they wanted to talk to us. If, you're, they if didn't you weren't think we military, were they were interested in you right, because right. they're just used to military bros. But yeah. um, what was I saying? But oh. also, the worst, the worst thing, the worst photo op in Africa, or worse than, I'm a good person because I'm we're over here helping people for four days, um, is going over there and like the fucking Trump kids, pictures of big game hunting, and like, oh this. Asshole millionaire. Yeah, I'm not. I'm like not talking a, about that. I just no. Mean, I'm saying that's that's the bottom move as far as like. But well, there's probably worse things as you can as do as visitors. <laughs> Africa is white. Yeah, men. yeah. But uh, probably. You know what I mean. But I just mean in general, it feels like when we were growing up, the idea of like this person has traveled and therefore they're cultured. It's now. It's like if you traveled around a bunch, it's like you're doing the carbon footprint. Pr- uh, the carbon footprint. Th- how do I say that? The carbon footprint math. <laughs> On that is like, well, you've kind of done more damage to society. I thought you were saying something different. You're doing like the carbon footprint shuffle. Like you're dancing all over the globe. I thought you were like naming. <laughs> no, no. I just mean like now I feel like if people see that you've traveled, you spend all your time traveling in these jets, it's like, well, then you're kind of like being a piece of shit instead of being someone who's learning. Or even if you want to go learn, it's seen as like, don't use these cultures to be it to like, what's the word? I can't, I still can't find the word that I'm looking for. When you're. Uh, zooifying people yeah, and shit like, like when you're just like watch you're like you're here to observe in a way that's like well maybe that's not learning that's like observing in a in a kind of offensive way it's uh it's not exactly the same thing as a freak show but it's not not dissimilar related yeah, to that yeah. kind of setup Going that, and kind, photographing of, that someone... kind of relationship is the same as a freak show you're just not there to you're not there to there's no signs that you're say. not there for the horror you're not there for the for the shock effect. You're there for the... You're there for the credit. Um, I, these, I went to sleep the other night watching a documentary on moonshining. There's this guy, his name is Popcorn. And we've, we've laughed about the name Popcorn for many years. And this guy's name is Popcorn. Popcorn, bubblegum, soda popcorn, pop. Popcorn, bubblegum, soda pop. All these names that if you had that in high school, you're doomed. Hey, Popcorn. But anyways, it's going to really forge you as a person and you're going to get through it. But anyways, Unlike the Aw Shucks AIDS person. I started watching this documentary and this this old man, and he's like, he's building a, a, a still, a, like, he's starting from scratch. He's showing you, he's like, I want this to be documented because I'm about to die. This is the last time I'm ever doing it. This is how I've spent my whole life being a moonshiner out here. He's having a documentary where some kid found him and they're filming. He's like, I really want this documented because this is the last time it's ever going to happen. Moonshining is done, is what he's saying and believes. I watched the whole doc. It's amazing how much fucking work it takes to, to mm-hmm. make that. I couldn't believe it. It was like you could just get a regular job and or become like just make regular legal whiskey. Not if you love the game. But yeah, not yeah, you, yeah. Not if it's like a fan, not if it's like your family tradition kind of like a lot of those people do it generations down. Yeah. They didn't just pick it. It's not like it's not like craft brewing in your garage. It's something that you like kind but of grew up in probably. Popcorn repeated so many times. <laughs> this is the last time we're ever going to see this. 
I'm dying, it's over, I'm the last of this generation, it's just over. Uh-huh. The next morning I woke up and YouTube recommended this moonshining reality show that I didn't know existed, it's been on for like many seasons, and it's just like, Popcorn didn't realize, not only is it not going away, it's going to be like, treated like it's, trash. It's, it's, it's taken off. It's going to be edited in silly little blooper sounds, and I guess <laughs> we spilled the beans again. It's like silly, and it's like... If only Popcorn knew. He didn't have to do that so last So I'm run. guessing they're trying to... I never saw it, but I've seen like enough of its influence. I, I get what it is. Uh, they're trying to make it like Duck Dynasty. Yeah. yeah. And it's, but it's like, clearly this isn't illegal because you have a full camera crew in many seasons showing you do this, what you're saying is illegal, but it's like, well, you must be... There must not be because you're all very famous on TV or in your little weird reality show A&E world. Your little... Uh, uh, with American Pickers World, where you guys are signing autographs to the strangest people on earth. Yep. I'm going to the American Pickers autograph signing in, uh, <laughs> it's not in New York City. I think I've sounded off, I've sounded off against those guys before, but they're, I've watched so I much of that show. I, I hate, hate them, them so and much. I watch it though. They, they live near, my, your parents don't live there anymore, but it, outside of Nashville, they live kind of, or one of them does. I like the show because it does seem like they aren't, they were never friends and they, this, they've been forced to do this. Like yeah. their banter does not seem like we've known each other for a long time. It seems like we're stuck together. This is our meal ticket. Let's just do it. There was one where they let's go they're like, ride they're around. Like some, they're like in Iowa or somewhere, and they're like, oh, let's pull over and see what's in this guy's barn, and they like take like a quarter mile road. So they obviously they had like, of course, an appointment. Um, and this guy didn't. They they found this uh, this sort of a Japanese soldier. And they were like, how man, how much for this? And he, this guy was like, no, it's not for sale. That's I brought that back. That's from a oh. guy. I brought that back because that's a guy I killed. And I, oh my And I keep it to remember. God. They're like, come on, we can get this, man. We can get this. They didn't edit that out they, of the no, show? No, they pushed harder. And then they, and then they're just like, all right. And they're just like, they they're bought like, him off. Come on, he's dead. Anyways, what does it matter? <laughs> You're not going to use this. Come on, you don't have any kids. You have no lineage. Give it to me. <laughs> It's offensive if you use this. Yeah, they, were, they should have been like, you're going to get canceled. The best thing you could do is take $50 <laughs> for your World War II. Okay, in I just mother fart of this damn dog again. In 10 years, in 10 years, they're going to be saying this is like Nazi gold. You got to get rid of this. You got to get rid of this. Why not make a couple bucks and be on in the meantime? Mean. All right, with that dog's fart, we got to get out of here. That's a hard smoke out. A joint. That's a soft That's out. That's a soft <laughs> out. All right, that was episode 74. Uh, season one of episode... Or season season one. Sorry, sorry, episode 74. Season what? Four. I think this is season five. I think you've changed the color enough times in season five. Oh, contraire. Well, I guess we'll see. I don't remember anything. But I think it's season four, and it's the beginning of a great new thing. Or the same old thing. All right. Sounds Goodbye good. from Master <laughs> Rogers. From Will. From? From Megan Geronda. From Producer Mock, who's holding a gassy dog and not a mic. Goodbye. <laughs>